It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 826. Happy hump day, Gronks. What's happening? What's going on? Um, look, not much. Got my coffee. Didn't ask yeah. for it, but Bree gave it to me. Thank you, Bree. Appreciate it. Yeah. I had a coffee, so I couldn't meditate this morning. <clears throat> I woke up, showered, and then Bodhi was up, which mm. isn't always great. But, you know, you take, you win some, you lose some. He slept all night in his own bed. So... Good. I was happy about it, but it what was six forty-five. Uh, he went to bed at about seven thirty and went to sleep at about eight thirty. And he, uh, oh, the other night I uh, got into bed with Amy, and Bodie was in bed, mm-hmm. and we're just about to start watching a little movie. And I said to Amy, "Did you put Bodie's nappy on?" And she's like, uh, "No, I thought you did." And I was like, "Oh no!" So I had to get up mm-hmm. and go in, and I'm just like, "Please don't piss it, please." Don't have pissed yourself. Please don't have pissed yourself. And he pissed what himself. time was it? It was like nine at that point. Like I'd totally PM. forgotten. No, so what happened yeah, so what happened was we got him showered mm-hmm. before dinner. And I'm not gonna put a nappy on him before dinner yeah. because he's still got ages before he goes to bed. And so he's in his pajamas, so he looks like he's about to go to sleep. And so he finishes dinner and then I I tapped out and said, Amy, can you please do the do you know mm-hmm. do the deed and she took him to bed mm-hmm. and then uh that's how it just sort of slipped through never happened before it's funny as a parent like the things that you that you always stuff up and then there's some that like i'm surprised that hasn't happened before surprised so it hasn't didn't happened. bring it up he didn't say hey guys <laughs> no <laughs> no nah, nah, it was nah, loving but it. he he twisted himself and it was all good. We changed him, put a towel under him and the bed wasn't actually that wet. It all went on his little pants. What and did he um, say? Was he pissed off? He didn't know. He was still asleep. It's okay. so cute. Like, it'd be like, imagine if I came in to change your pants during the night and, mm-hmm. and but you helped me but didn't get up. Like, he pushes his hips up. That. So, he lifts his bum up yeah, oh, and then good. you can... It's <laughs> He's helpful while he's asleep. Do you think asleep. he's it's, just... Pretending to be asleep because he's embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. nah. Like, kid, very hard for kids to do that. But anyway, I I had a coffee with Bodie this morning. We went out, got one, then went for a skateboard, and um, and then I did, and then I meditated. But I was like, I can't tell if my because of the stimulation uh, from the coffee, mm-hmm. I I felt like my mind was more messy, or I had just have a messy mind. And so some days I know that I my mind's a bit more racy than others. Yeah, isn't that funny? How it, like I slept well, uh, you know. I, it just could just be a various things, but you can't always tell what your he- what your head's going to be like. Did on you a think given the day. night before though? Were you sensing like if you look, are there any nah. anything that happens the night before that would then lead to that? No, nah, no, because there's not really there wasn't many worries. It's just mm. like. It's like if they, it, if anything, it's like you should it should be sweet. And so in the times that you know it should be sweet, like if it's hectic and you've got a yeah, million a things to do, yeah. then you're like, okay, I can mm-hmm. connect the dots. But sometimes it's just messy mind. And so you know? morning meditation versus afternoon meditation, all that stuff. Have you ever done like a good round of doing late evenings or afternoon meditation? Oh, 100% my mind's uh, a bit messier in the evening. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like it's it's like had more stimulation, right? It's like it's it's uh, processed more. 
it's processed more throughout the day. So it's like you can feel the fatigue. And so the morning time is great. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, but then it's the interesting thing about the meditation practice I'm doing, Sam Harris's waking up app, is that you try, you're trying to create a separation from, are you trying to not create such a separation between the formal practice and every moment of every, of mm-hmm. every minute? And so you're trying to not, because I, I even feel like you can become attached to the time spent sitting there. Like mm-hmm. it's like transfixed on, yeah, that's my 10 minutes. And so the, the, the benefit comes when it's sure, do your, do your formal practice, but then it's about how do you bleed that formal practice across the whole day and make well, it's it training, an experience. It? It's, it's training yeah. for the rest of the day. And exactly. Get, and if, if the day is getting yeah. day, because the thing is you can, you being annoyed in the practice in training isn't actually that hurtful to anyone or to your day or whatever. It's actually like everything that ha- happens after the meditation that matters, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. And so, and that's what, the, there's words of encouragement at the end of each session that can be around the, you know, um, take a moment at the at the point of transitioning between a task so it could be getting up from your desk to go get some water mm-hmm. should can be a trigger point for you to become really mindful about your existence and and your feeling and your state mm-hmm. and then sort of dropping some stuff because you know you just get caught up and move into a sort of you snowball away from mindfulness and so if you can sort of not have that happen and stay a bit more present, it's, you know, really well, part of it is a habit formation as well. Like what you're talking yeah. about, they talk about in tiny habits where it's like BJ Fogg talks about it. It's, um, uh, yeah, like tra- like those transitional moments. I know like this yeah. specific thing around closing your laptop and finishing work and like oh, yeah. um, shutting down, like going through a bit of a routine or process, mm. especially right now if you're in Melbourne or you're working from home. Mm. Having a ritual that you do every single day where it's like go to the Apple logo, click shut down, close laptop, put keyboard on laptop, put it into the other room. Like yeah. Those things make a massive difference. Yeah, and so it's checking out from one thing because then, say, if being in the work can mm. get you to a point of feeling sort of anxious and then that bleeds into everything else. So that kind of full stop at the end of a task mm-hmm. to break this pattern whatever it be is probably yeah that's positive so that's why it phones are so fucked up oh because um so i um i was listening to a podcast nikki glaser who um jack post uh his podcast um jackie road studios he had her on the podcast a couple of weeks ago anyway nikki has a podcast she's a comedian uh, she's had a Netflix special. She's great. She's been doing daily, like every weekday, been doing a podcast during sort of this weird time. It's fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, good on her. But she was talking about um, this book, which you've probably heard about because you're on socials and you follow Joe Rogan. Are you across this book? I don't know. What is it? So it's What's called it Irresistible by a guy mm-hmm. named, named Adam Alter. And um, it actually came out in 2017. Uh, but I was listening to it last night. Like the tagline of the book is why we can't, or the subheading is uh, why we can't stop checking, scrolling, clicking and watching. 
Amen. <laughs> That's um, exactly what we're doing. Yeah. And so, and, yes, I mean, so it's already just a couple of chapters in yeah. a lot of relevant stuff. Oh, yeah. And what, what is the connection for you? Is there um, something that resonates? Um, <laughs> or everything? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the everything? thing is you see, you see why it's so challenging in this time. So, I yeah. was thinking about, okay, they talk about 2008 – um, the average phone time was like 18 mm. minutes and now it's like over two hours okay. a day. Um, but then I was thinking about um, the problem is I think that I'm using my phone for too many things. So it's funny, Nikki was talking about in her podcast about she was getting, she's got 600 plus thousand people on her Instagram. She gets back to like a lot of DMs, like majority of DMs. And she's sort of had this realization. She's a very interesting listen, actually. Just in her podcast is called "You Up," and why it's interesting is um, it's very similar to sort of um, the format of uh, One Trick Tony, where it's a single person chatting, like an individual chatting, and yep. so you feel like you're sort of in the room having conversation. But Nikki is pretty unfiltered, so she was on antidepressants. Hmm. And yeah. she, her hair was falling out and she thought that was the reason why. And so in the last few weeks, she's gone off her antidepressants. And so you basically uh-huh. are listening to an individual who is really fucking struggling about all this stuff. And yeah, it's, it's very mm. interesting. Anyway, she was just talking about, I think I'm going to have to get off. Um, I, like I'm not going to be able to respond to people on um, social media anymore. I just think that's that's the thing. Yeah. I feel like I'm further along, even though I have way smaller issues in that regard when it comes to, you know, I've got 2,000 followers or something on Instagram. But the, yeah. the, thing, the thing for me, the next challenge is I do like iMessage. I like text message. I like texting people. It's the only way I'm staying connected with people. Yeah. Well, you're not texting randoms. That's the, that no. is the one no. thing about text messages or iMessages. Mm-hmm. And unless you've somehow, you're just playing, you, you've got to a point, you're so desperate, you're just typing in a random number and if it comes up as a blue bubble, you're like, <laughs> it's game on. But <laughs> that you, point, you just see, you see the, the issue where it's like, if you wanted to get rid of screen time, mm. how do you do it without isolating yourself? Um, yeah, man, it's very hard, especially, <laughs> I think it's the conundrum, say when that book was written back then, I don't think there would have been as many people with profiles online or or built communities or platforms. I thought you said, sorry, 2008, I thought you said. Oh, no, so 2008, there was the study on the um, the 18 minutes a day or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. So even back then, if that's, that's, sorry, what I was referencing, 2008, like think about there wasn't as many people Mm -hmm. that had platforms Mm -hmm. like today. Mm -hmm. There wasn't as many social media outlets oh there was but there now it's just easier it was, to, to no, gain the traction the phone. like two, so 2008 um the the iPhone 3G came out and that was the first oh, yeah. iPhone to ever come to Australia so it's like yeah uh very very early days like i think so i got an iPhone September maybe of 2008 fuck that i mean you were, two, that's yeah. first i remember seeing uh, my friend Rob had one and I was just mm-hmm. blown away. The sort of fat, bubbly yeah. one and it had mm-hmm. like a white back 
on it. So the white back, like, the silverback, that's the original. So that never officially came to Australia. So you had to. No, he get got it. it. Yeah, it was you had like to get it in the was, states, and then yeah, get it. Yeah. My multimedia teacher had it. It was a bit of a top. Yeah, dog. yeah. It was such a flex yeah, back so, there. Like, yeah, oh, you knew he had contacts in America, yeah. in the yeah. land of the great. <laughs> and so I remember that. But I was in, I was in New Zealand around that time on my, uh, you know, world tour mm-hmm. with the stripping troupe, and. I, I remember I had like a um, maybe it was just a color, color screen. <laughs> was it was it two thousand? Is it two thousand eight? The iPhone three G or was it two thousand nine? So I feel Not like sure. I, I want to know because it's going to piss me off otherwise. Anyway, I, I just remember two thousand and eight, July two thousand and eight. It was released. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, I think I literally went around then, um, and I went to. Uh, but I just remember having like when you travel now, you just take mm-hmm. your fucking iPhone, you plug in a yeah. SIM. I remember having a piece of shit phone, and I just bought a SIM over there. Same same deal, but it wasn't thinking about data. I was just thinking about being able to text people, and that's not even that long ago, really. And what I was, and I spent a lot of time on my phone, and, and I've thought of, I've thought back on those times where, like, trying to look at now and then. And you definitely like there was still, what were we doing? Yeah. I mean, it was time spent in text messages or thinking. Maybe it was more thinking back then, mm-hmm. just thinking about stuff. Yeah, you know, well, you like, doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if experiences on um, Hump Day replay just came out today. Uh, Jess was talking about her frustrations of when she was in Europe. She was in Europe, like straight out of high school. She's working at the yeah. London Eye. I forgot about that. It's a good story. <laughs> um, uh, but she's pissed off because social media wasn't Instagram wasn't really a thing then, yeah. And so <clears throat> she's considering going back and posting all of the old photos, almost like what we've done with big media company, yeah, um, yeah, to show people that we were once cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's point. like, yeah, I did once travel, mm-hmm. and I was on I a travel once. Yeah, and I once travelled when. There was no such thing as, mm. or you weren't as tapped in to connect. Like I remember using internet cafes, even in New Zealand, like even in Europe when I went in, uh, I can't even remember, 2011, uh-huh. I reckon, yeah, 2010, 2011, I was still over using internet cafes in Italy. Like that seems ridiculous now. Yeah. Internet yeah, I cafes miss that. Are, the internet cafe thing I missed, I don't think I've ever been in an internet cafe, but I always yeah, You like, never have? Really? Nah. You know, there's one, there's a few still remaining in Melbourne and there's some big ones, but then there's like one on Brunswick Street in Fitzroy mm-hmm. and it's, dude, it is, I took Bodie in there and I met, when I, when Bodie was young, I made this little series on Instagram mm-hmm. and it was like um, teaching Bodie life lessons with Bodie. And I was like... And he was in a pram and I literally just walked past and I was like, this is going to be fun. And I walked in, I was like, now this is what they call an internet cafe. When you're older, these will not be around. And so they're, they're on their last legs. And it really libraries like, have become. Internet cafes? Yeah. I mean, libraries, yeah. like you can get internet at, at, at libraries. Yeah. So that's like the, it's a free version. It's, mm. uh, but then they even offer Wi-Fi. I wonder what the computers are actually like at, at, um, at cafes. I mean, you could oh, go the to the Apple store. You could mm. go to the Apple store. And Actually, I do remember. Fuck, I remember the um, going to a hotel or a, wherever it is and it has the one computer. So, I remember like 
you know, going yeah. to New South Wales or whatever <laughs> as a kid and it's the one computer that you can go on and you, you go into Hotmail and someone else has logged in previously because no one's got any fucking idea. Like this is 2004 or whatever. No one's got any consideration of, oh, like my shit can get fucking hacked and so they've yeah. accidentally left things logged in and because you, you need to fucking print something, you know, like, yes. like hotels needing to print something. Yeah, in Italy, the same. Even just the last time Amy and I went for our honeymoon before Bodhi was born, so like four years ago, in um, Sorrento, Italy, there was the foyer computer that I jumped onto. Mm. But, I mean, that's where the 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 the, fe- the feeling of being connected is like, is like uh, at your base level. And so, as soon as you're disconnected from... The internet, like I mean, that's you. You love a strong internet connection. It's one yeah, of your yeah, brand values. Yeah, yeah. If when I think about Josh, I think about at least a hundred megabit up and down. Definitely, you know what I mean. Well, and so <laughs> this is the thing: is trying to work out. Um, Josh Speed Test Jansen. <laughs> I do love a speed. Actually, my dad asked um, for a screen grab of my speed test. I, I like, sent it me to something him. Dirty. Yeah. So he's, he's, he asked for it. I sent it to him. And then, like two minutes later, I, I um, get a message back f- from him, <laughs> and he's like, "Nah, it's my. Oh, now nah, I wish it's my son's internet connection." <laughs> and so, oh, Dad has been fucking sending it around to his mates. And just oh, <laughs> mate, what a dirty dog! <laughs> <laughs> He's dad, flexing on his I son's know, speed test. I, know, I don't, like. I was for some reason I was like chuffed that Dad was proud that we had yeah. four hundred up and down. Yeah. Look, Josh, he was a little fucking shit, but mate, he <laughs> yeah. impresses my Best buddies when yeah. I fucking send around the work. I wish. Yeah, is it? <laughs> the, um, that is it's so <laughs> funny. Did you write back and say, Dad? Yeah, yeah, I is- just said, yeah. Um, and what did he say? Yeah, oh, mate, sorry, mate, a bit embarrassed about that. Uh, one, nah, nah, he, no, no, because I'm pretty sure he's just like, can you send it? Because he's always sort of like, <laughs> well, you know, for, for something I want to show, show. Like he, he did sort of mention he wanted to show something. What did, what did he say? Um, <laughs> oh, no, I didn't even. Oh, that's right. I was on a FaceTime with him at the time. <laughs> and so he said, I wish. It's actually my son's at his apartment and it's Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, so obviously he's, um, yeah, I was talking to him at the time um, um, on, on FaceTime. Uh, sl- slight sort of U-turn. Uh, slight sort of. Uh, you can do a U-turn. Send in another direction. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to give kudos where it's due. One of the best domain names. Mm-hmm. Solid name. Actually, you're the domain guy, so I need to get your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Matt Diavella, mm-hmm. slowgrowth.com. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great domain name. It is a great domain name. And he now owns it, and he's just launched his online course, mm-hmm. which uh, came out on the 18th, so yesterday. The site looks and beautiful, doesn't it? Oh, it's magnificent. Mm. It's I like mean, got a, um, a floating Diavella at the, like, it is a, um, they've done a fucking great job. They've done a great job. And I think he may have modelled the whole course off us, because we're fucking growing <laughs> slow, slowly. Slow growth, slow growth, slow growth. Slow growth. Um, but... I highly recommend you go check it out. Mm. If you they've got the Instagram too, slow growth. You can go yeah, there. Yeah. But their first course is all around simple habits. Yeah, um, which is, I guess, what we're talking about. The habit. Well, we're talking about the habits that we've formed 
mm-hmm. without thinking, which is the phone stuff, the jump mm-hmm. on your computer, control T when you're in Chrome and you t- type Facebook and then you realize mm-hmm. that you're fucking on Facebook. Yeah. That's a habit that I've got that I need to kick. And, and then so, I just usually I quit out of it. I'm like, I didn't even want to do that. It's just like a tick. Well, this is what's great about the deleting of the apps. But I think that the next version is it's trying to work out what bits matter for your job. Like, did it yeah. ever, when I retired from social media a couple of years ago, or a year and a half ago, did it ever impact the business, do you think? Or what we were doing? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Um, if, if, because if, so what you need to do though is take stock of where you're at now. So it's mm-hmm. perspective. Where are we now? Where were we back then? And so we have grown and that was a part of the journey. So if you'd gotten off for the whole time, mm-hmm. you could probably see if, uh, how it'd be different. But what you're saying is it is literally what you think about it is going to be what's true for you. Mm-hmm. And so if you're living in a world of thinking it matters and so you're in it thinking it, and then if you get out and you think it doesn't matter, it's going to feel like it, it does because you're thinking that. But then maybe you'll build up enough information mm-hmm. and data after six months of not being on social media. But it's pretty painful, right? That's where people, why people don't do it because if you have that mindset, you're most likely not to, going to do it. But if you mm-hmm. could think it's not going to impact my business because this, that and the other and then stick at it, it's a more, that's a more sort of easy on yourself, easy on your mind approach. Well, because the thing is too is I think we spend so much time on the devices thinking we're doing the business stuff but we rarely actually do it. So I think Mm. that if I was to get really specific and say, okay, Thursdays I'm going to download these apps and I've blocked out two hours and I'm going to post and I'm going to look at all the feeds I want, like do all of that in a really controlled time and yep. then delete. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but it would be cool to have a button that you could press that's sort of like an unbox button and you click on oh, it yeah. on your phone and it opens a vault of apps yeah. that are only available, but they actually, they, they, they're removed from your phone. And so when you click it, yeah, it re-downloads them. Surely, surely someone's created that. Well, I don't know. Surely. How would you do it? Because it needs to be in the app store. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like a... You've seen all the Fortnite time. stuff that's happening? What's going on with Fortnite? So, um, there was, there's all the antitrust stuff that's been happening a bunch. Basically, Apple, Google, all, all of these um, companies becoming too big. Uh, I think it's Epic, the company behind um, Fortnite... Epic they, is the name of the company. Yeah, is, is the name of like the gaming company or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they changed... This is going back a week now. But they, mm. they changed their um, uh, policy around how people could buy like the in-app credit type stuff. So if you wanted to buy the coin. So they reduced the price and you, I think by 30% or something. And you could buy it from them through their, through their app. The thing is, uh, in Apple's terms, terms and conditions, you can't do an in-app purchase that isn't through the App Store. So okay. that's why, like, my masterclass thing was a clusterfuck because it's like I I bought it through uh, on my Apple TV, which means it's like an Apple subscription, and then you have to deal yeah. with all of that. Um, and so, anyway, Epic 
decided they're like, you can buy directly through us through the app. And then Apple obviously retaliates and says, well, no, that's against the terms of service. And so they removed Fortnite from oh, the app geez. store. So they've, they've removed oh. Fortnite from the app store. Then uh, the uh, Epic have then come out and they have, um, so Fortnite have released all of this information about what Apple's doing and have put, mm. uh, are basically suing them now. Wow. Um, I went, do you th- have they got a case? Is that yeah, people an anti- saying yeah, that? So yeah, so I saw win. a bunch of people saying, oh, like um, Epic are fucked, like taking on Apple. But it's actually yeah. like they really do have a place uh, to, to stand with this because like I remember um, Google uh, being sued in an antitrust case with, um, I think it was with Android or Chrome in general, uh, and you, you could only search through using Google. And so mm. a bunch of the other companies were like, hey, that's anti-competitive. You've got too much of a monopoly. Huge amounts of people use Chrome. Mm. And so they were forced to then provide the feature where you could change in that search bar whoever you wanted um, yeah. yeah, from a search perspective. And so, no, I, th- I reckon that it's so good that Epic is doing this because mm. every time, like the kicker is every time someone does an in-app purchase within Fortnite, something like 30% of that money goes to Apple. Yeah. And so obviously Epic is a huge game company so they can afford to do all of, all of this sort of stuff. But think about the smaller apps. Think about like how many people are, um, uh, you know, impacted through having a, such a large chunk taken every single time. Yeah. And um, and so does that remove Fortnite from people's computers? Like if they've shut it out so of the app if store? So if, if you currently have, I believe, and I think Google has done the same, they've removed the, the app as well. So I think that where it currently stands, this was yesterday, they are, um, uh, you cannot download the app uh, from the app store. You won't be able to get updates, but if you've already installed the app, you can still use it. Okay. Actually, do you know who would God. be good to, to call? Scooter. Um, because well, I, mean, he's, he's, I mean, his kids, I wonder if the kids have been to, Fortnite's the one that the kids all play, yeah? Yeah. Um, let when me, his older kids pay, yeah, so making a fuck I think he money. let's let's call Scooter because I'm curious to see if he knows about this stuff. He's, He's probably still, still in bed. bed. He could be in bed. <laughs> Working from home. Yeah. Maybe he's doing a podcast. Hi, you run, Derek. Please do not leave a message on here. I don't listen to them. <laughs> uh, send me an SMS or use another media. Or try and call the guy. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's hilarious. I haven't heard that one before. There's Use a lot of those. Yeah. What does that mean, Scoot? Email. Oh, do you remember when you had your email on yeah. your voice message? I think that was good, no? Um, a Not bit sure. long. But, I mean, mm. it's. I, I'd prefer it more than just... Uh, having left an email, a voicemail mm-hmm. saying, I don't listen to these voicemails. Tell you who doesn't have a voicemail, Jessica Lucas. Really? Producer Jess. As a producer, no. surely you I should mean, have I mean, I thought one. that, yeah. I mean, but she posted okay, so for the first time on Instagram in okay. a year yesterday. Scooter's just 
He's, come out of retirement. He's, he's scooted just try calling me back. Here we go. Hang on. Here we go. Hi, Scoot. I'm busy right now. Please don't leave uh, a <laughs> message. Now, this guy's done. No, I, I'm real arrogant. Here, I feel like Scooter's got, like, I'm sure he'll have something to say about this, buddy. This is a, I'm going to put 10 bucks on Scooter, the Scooter, you're on the Daily Talk Show about. right now. How are you? Hello. Good, thanks. <laughs> That's good, mate. Um, you in bed, know, mate? Do you know about the Fortnite drama? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I get, I get a bit of. Hang on. I'm on a show. Yeah, I was just about to ring my niece who's 21 today. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so happy we're going birthday! For a walk to... nearby with some signs to wave outside her window. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. So this Fortnite thing, so apparently it's off the um, Apple App Store and things like that. Are you across any of this? Or you can say no if you don't know anything. Yes. Yes, I am. Tom, Tom's pretty upset because some of his mates uh, use uh, play with phones yeah. and that's not on there. He's, he's grabbed, it's Apparently it's on my phone mm-hmm. and he jumped on it immediately to assess the situation and he came up with a, it is not there. It's yeah. not accessible. Oh, no. It's very annoying. How's what's, things what, anyway? what's, how's, how's a kid that is, how old? 11, 12? No, he's 12, younger. Yeah. yeah, 12. How's a 12 year old deal with this kind of setback in life? What's, the, what's his vibe? <laughs> Doesn't affect him whatsoever. <laughs> uh, a couple of his mates that has, but, you know, I don't think that's affected him. <laughs> as long so as he, he has d- it, he's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't give a shit. I'm all right, Jack. Feels your way. Yeah. How's it? What about the Google thing? Have you covered that one? What's, What's the Google the, thing? Well, the o- well, the like open letter. Ads about oh, Google. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did read. I didn't go into it too much. I thought that their photo was a bit average. I thought, like, from a lighting oh, perspective, yeah. I'm like, is this an internal job? Well, uh, yeah. So they they released an open letter. The um, managing director on behalf of Google Australia, Mel Silver, wrote, <clears throat> and I thought it was. I saw someone on Facebook share the link to it, and I thought. Oh, their their account's been hacked for sure, and they've posted some dodgy link. Mm-hmm. But no, it is real, and it's uh, open letter to Australians. And some of the key headlines are: the way Aussies search every day on Google is at risk from new regulations. And so, is this the and regulations around them being charged for like to to put people's content up? Is this like the news yeah, outlets so and stuff? Proposed law, the news media bargaining code would force us to provide you with a dramatically worse Google search and YouTube could lead to your data being handed over to big news businesses and would put the free service you use at risk in Australia. And so they're really pushing around the... What do you think, Yeah, I do read of it. And and it was a bit of an emotional rollercoaster for me because, number one, it was... Even though I can't stand our federal government, you know that... Mm -hmm. Um, but Google don't get to say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like you know, uh, teasing your own uncle sort of thing. <laughs> you don't get to join in. Right? So, and, and then it got to the point where it said the wording was a bit weird. I'd be interested to know what uh, someone a bit more uh, investigative uh, thinks. But the wording said something like, we will have to show them how to get that data. How's that for weird wording? It so didn't say we'll have to give them the data. <clears throat> it said we will show them how to get that data. Yeah, yeah so I mean, it's, it's, like it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because you've got two, you've got Google who, um, even though their whole you know catch cry is, you know, do no evil or whatever it is, um, and then you've got sort of um, 
mainstream media, which from a public sentiment point of view, get a um, a bad rap, or that like people don't necessarily, mm. uh, you know, if you think of uh, uh, News Corp and all that sort of stuff, and Murdoch, and like you know, it gets a um, bit of negativity around it. Yeah, I feel potentially like there's a middle ground. Like I think um, if if we think about it, not. I'd be curious to see if you took the big news thing out of it and you're looking at it at like an independent news level. I yep. wonder what Google's doing in that regard because it sounds like they've got like if if they are making money through sending people to other people's content or also even serving some of that content through snippets and things like that, should the content creators or the people who make it get some cash or have some control over it? Yeah, it almost feels like a, a drug dealer moaning about it being becoming legal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. in some way. Yeah, I reckon you know, it's probably... Like, there's when you like, read it... Yeah, go on. Yeah, when, when you read it, 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 you start off going, yeah, what's going on? What is this stupid government? What, are, what, what freedoms are they taking now? And then as you read through, you kind of go, oh, right, so... Your, the argument is between news, and I know news is just rubbish at the moment, mm-hmm. with all the, you know, all the bad news, Murdoch and all that, but there's, there's like, oh, they're making us put news up as, as search results instead of businesses that pay us. Yeah. I I, it was very hard to get on board and get uh, passionate about that. Yeah, I mean, do you need, mm-hmm. like, so, we're, Scooter, we're just talking about <clears throat> phone use and things like that. Like, is Google like what do we need from Google? Google's doing everything for us, yeah. but like TJ, do you think we do we need do we need Google to be doing all that? Like, do we need Google to be looking after our news? Mm. No. Well, in terms of, so because it, it's pushing around the curation of what you'll receive when you search, and so mm-hmm. they're in charge of obviously spitting out what they think based on their workings out mm-hmm. and so i don't know i think this is where it falls into people don't really they have the experience so they won't know what's affecting them until it changes and then you're yeah. like this is rubbish and so they're thinking from a product point of view this is going to make our product horrible because we've spent all this time trying to make it right for the consumer but then they're also working out in that process mm-hmm. how to make a fuckload of money yeah so I don't know. I mean, Scooter, how are you getting your news right now? Uh, well, I've kind of gone uh, look after my own mental health, and I just well, I just watch YouTube's of uh, American uh, progressives. Yeah, sure. To, yeah, you're the Young Turks. Just, that's I, what you're into. I don't, I'm not. I'm not after information. I'm just after your echo just getting some reassurance <laughs> that someone in America, someone in America <laughs> cares. That's all I care. You know. You, News is coming from the ABC on on the TV now. Yeah. Now that we're home all the time, we watch free to air yeah. for so long. Yeah, yeah. There's um, a, I, I just feel that this Google thing probably it's, they're getting a bit late night. I mean, all they have to do is make it like TV in the old days: mm. provide the service and then provide the ad in the space where the ads are. Yeah. And right. so this and, is and, this and, is the problem in general. Google this is, is forever this, as a search engine. Well, so this is the this is the problem at the moment where. Facebook, Twitter, are they uh, a platform or are they, you know, content creators or curators or whatever it is? If you're a platform, there's legislation in the states which says you are not responsible for for what's on the platform. So if someone says something 
um, racist or um, or whatever it is, or if they say like from a freedom of speech point of view, they say anything. Facebook, Twitter, all of that sort of thing, not responsible. The problem is that uh, what Twitter is doing, whilst it might have um, grounds for, like I, I understand why they're doing it. So say, for instance, it's like the um, the fact checker that they do. So it's like mm. they've done this with Trump a few times where it's like get the real facts. Um, is it Twitter's job to be telling it like – I feel like Twitter should be fucking hands up. Even if Trump is throwing a heap of bullshit, I think it's a dangerous thing to have a company making the call on whether to put a fucking fact checker on and, and what their truth is versus like, I think that should just be a funnel of shit and then us as consumers can deal with it. Well, we're not all, we're not all thinkers and free thinkers, you see. Um, Think about the nuclear uh, nuclear weapon, mm. right? At the very beginning of all that, number one, it's abhorrent, the use of nuclear weapons mm-hmm. in, in Japan, yeah. right? But there was no thought of, uh, of disarmament at that stage. It was only when uh, the bad guys got hold of it mm-hmm. that we thought about it. And the bad guys got hold of more of them and, and were in secret, and it became more and more scary. Uh, so you end up with an arms race of misinformation, and that—that's my fear. Um, but Twitter's not go- Twitter's Twitter- not government. This is the the problem. Is though it's like why why should companies like Twitter? Why should we be listening to them at an ethical level when it's a it's a publicly listed company that's purpose is to make money? Well, exactly. I mean. Yeah, but so, so has the media. There's been all these rules around uh, television, Channel mm-hmm. Ten. It's like mm-hmm. saying, you know, number ninety six in the in the seventies. Uh, you know, uh, that wasn't. It, it was a private company that produced uh, Gr- Reg Grundy or whoever it was. Mm-hmm. They produced it. It's not our. It's not, it's not our problem. What we put up uh, on the channel, Grundy produced it. We're just a platform, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like there was rules. Uh, there always has been because the bad guys, yeah, the, the Lex Luthors, right? They, they can get hold of things and put everyone in danger. I'm not. I'm definitely not saying that Twitter should start getting uh, all that involved willy nilly. Yeah, it just feels like it shouldn't be a public. It feels like it shouldn't. It should mm. be something that happens. At, so if you look at it, there was a lot of criticism around when there were the um, uh, the terror stuff that was happening in. Uh, New Zealand where the guy was filming and all of that mm. sort of thing and that was getting posted. Mm. It's like if that was any broadcast company, um, they would be taken off air. They, like, they, they wouldn't exist. They would lose their yeah. license and all that sort of thing. And so, mm. um, yeah, I, I, guess, I guess the question, uh, it, it feels like you can either be in or out. I don't know how you can sort of be in between. I don't know how you can sort of have free speech, do all this sort of stuff, but then, I mean, I'm all for not having shit on these platforms or, like, you know, not have not being fucking having racists spewing their hate. Um, my my concern is how, how do you let, and this is the same thing with Google, is it's like mm. I would love for other companies to come in and I think that all of these companies like Google should be um, 
some of their powers should be removed based on these antitrust laws because otherwise they're going to be they're more powerful they would have mm. more information on us than than the fucking government does yeah it's all right it's a brave new world that, and that's the problem getting around the new stuff mm. like me trying to all parents now trying to get around screen time um it, it's a bit like it just reminds me of you know communism this idea that we we can see the new thing and we know how we reckon it should be mm-hmm. we're visionaries we want twitter to be just a funnel of shit that it's our problem to deal with mm-hmm. but the problem is that's like communism is a great ideal doesn't work you know why because we're we're assholes yeah <laughs> right? so who do we're you decide assholes. how do you decide yeah. then so taking the twitter example how do you then decide um, what's the the rules of engagement when it comes to take this post down, keep this post up? What's considered mm. uh, if you're po- taking down content that's bullying? At what point do we think something is bullying versus just being a fair critique? It's too hard to, to decide that 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 decision is going to be an evolution, and during the period of that evolution as to how to decide that which will take a long time mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of a lot of uh a lot of damage done like number one who's the president of the united states mm-hmm. who discovered that you could use twitter to comp- <laughs> to win a presidential election mm-hmm. and and possibly keep it it's, it's horrifying uh so there's a lot of a lot of damage being done yeah and that's that's collateral damage because there's a new thing on board it's just another virus isn't it really mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're running it's coming around down to, trying to get, a, trying to get a, a, a cure. Humans being left to the last decision. As you said, Josh, it's it's varying. There's people in different bubbles, what's right, what's wrong. And so, but algorithms can't do it either. The, the problem is that it's yeah, just yeah, like... It's, like the, I think that the, the broader issue is it's like... Um, yes, like globalisation has happened over time, but culturally... Like the world is a very like countries are very different places. We all have different beliefs, and we all have mm. different sort of views on the world. And so, if we have these global platforms, how can we, you know, the, what the US would find offensive is different to Australia or different to the Middle East. Yeah. It's like how can you possibly, um, how can how can one company create some form of fucking structure to make sure that everyone's happy. Oh, man, I don't think they can. I mean, I don't know. We're going to see. The, I think these things like the Google writing this open letter, the people challenging these big mm-hmm. corporations, it has to move it somewhere in the direction of working out what it all means because it's all so new. Well, the, the hard thing, I think that what's tricky about all of these types these types of sort of um, legislation or whatever you want to call it is it's like they Trojan horse all these other things into it. Mm. And so the thing that I worry about is it's like we all talk top line, like look how how easy it is for us to have a conversation without knowing really many facts at all. But that's (laughs) that's what the majority of the public are doing every single day. And so um, at top line... Google could easily put a case where it's like it's going to affect your your search results, blah blah blah, and it's like that's bad. 
but we don't we don't fucking know the internet like and then it's from the um, the new side it could be around the um you know having access to the information and the um uh making sure that news organizations are actually going to be able to survive not just the big ones but the smaller ones as well oh yeah but, but then we don't the same, know. same note know. you hear google google are saying we pay the millions of dollars and send them billions of free clicks every year it's like it's literally both just saying the opposite thing Mm. They're not giving it. We're losing so much money. We're giving them so much money. It's, we are talking we Google is YouTube as well. It's the same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the platform that a lot of independent news and, you know, even all the progressives, that's the platform that all the free thinkers are deciding to use. So if Google starts, you know, messing with that. But if you start... Scooter, I think if you start looking at that too, then you, you, you can ask about everything. Like... How are yeah. they judging verified accounts? So if, if, if all of a sudden we want to put these platforms on a pedestal, then yeah. you can't just have some sort of fucking random gronk accepting people on a verification. Like there's a big thing at the moment where um, you can become verified if uh, – I've seen a, a couple of people do this – where you um, create heaps of fake accounts that are you. And so for Tommy, we would create 15 other Tommy jackets – posting yep. pretending to be Tommy and then Tommy can put in a claim on Instagram and say hey uh, I'm I'm being sort of um, fucking copied a I bunch need a tick. yeah I need yeah, a tick. Yeah. I need to yeah. be verified yeah. and that's yeah. that's fucking worked uh, that I've work? got my day yeah. sorted I've got my day <laughs> exactly. sorted yeah. oh, I'm going to be uh, 30 Tommy jacket <laughs> accounts but anyway um, scooter thanks for thanks for chatting morning rant with scooter great. Derek no I just woke up Seriously, I haven't had a coffee yet. It's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Fucking flying, flying, flying. Big corporations <laughs> taking yeah, yeah. Could you imagine a, um, could you, could you imagine like a radio show or something just like having their political correspondent just fucking, yeah, Scooter, just, call, just calling him up and asking him what he thinks. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com if you know anything about this or if there's anything that we're missing. Because there's, I mean, yeah. or anything that we're not missing. Are we right? Um, anyway, Scooter, thank you for coming on. Thanks, buddy. The rest have a good day. day. Hump Day replay, you should have a listen to it. It's, it's great. Uh, GB did a great job this week. Yeah. Uh, great. Bye, Scooter. Bye-bye. See you, Scoots. Um, yeah, right. It's interesting. I mean, do you think those conversations are annoying for people? Or like, I mean, this is what everyone's oh. thinking, isn't it? Like, we don't want to talk about fucking well, politics and... You mentioned top line, you're hearing... Mm-hmm. It will affect people. I mean, if you just choose to not consume any of this, mm-hmm. you'll be you'll experience the effect of it on the other side. I don't think we're changing or moving the needle, but it's interesting to get across some of these things that you know. There's businesses now making more money. It, we're at the point where there's businesses that are able to make them so, so much money from what they've created, mm-hmm. and that's a new thing in the existence of humankind, like the Jeff Bezos of the mm-hmm. world. And so it's bringing along all these issues and for the fact that he can be, uh, an individual can be worth $140 billion mm-hmm. and then what that means down the chain for the companies built, power, the people involved and the power that's there. There's so much, there's so many new problems that are arising that people are trying to sort out. And so, no, I think it's, you can't be completely removed from this stuff. Mm-hmm. Or you yeah, can be, and and just ignorance is bliss, I guess, in some respects. 
if you what just it take to get off Google? Bing. <laughs> just, or duck, you duck, know, the Bing's, Bing, Bing's always asking it, me to fuck it. Is it uh, duck, fuck duck, and go put go it on go. a duck, duck go? Well, it's like you know, um, Yahoo. It's like, do you want to set Yahoo as your you know official mm-hmm. you know home thing? But I don't know. Uh, but then there's all that. Then there's YouTube. Then there's it. It doesn't affect you until it affects you, and so <laughs> until you're a business that's suffering because you can't make money because Google have siphoned all the cash away. It's like, but also demonetization sting. stuff. It's like, what yeah. should we be allowing? So the thing is that what's interesting is uh, we can look at the specific issues, but then there's also the broader perspective, which is what the actual mechanism is or what this is allowing or what this sort of, what the precedence is. And so Mm. um, on a case by case basis, you could create a great case for this person should be demonetized. Look at the bad shit they're doing, but then there's Mm. a spectrum and the, the issue is the spectrum. It's like, okay, well, where does it stop? So if YouTube are going to stop these people making money, what does that mean for, um, you know, all of this other type of content that might yeah. be in a grey area or that might be talking about something that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right, and, and as I've always said, I'm not putting my hand up to make these hard decisions, you know. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> we're not, look, pre- I'm not yeah, putting we, my we hand up. We don't want to be president. So don't even ask. We don't, yeah, we're not president of Google. We don't want no, that no, no. responsibility, to be honest. Definitely not. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a daily right. talk show. Happy uh, Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of your day. Definitely go listen to Hump Day Replay on your favourite podcast app. If you haven't already, give some uh, love to Georgie Boy in the Apple Podcast reviews. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow, guys. Have a good one. See you, guys. <laughs>